Hey, this is Don Jones with More Public Schools. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. Today's subject, distance learning week one recap. Today, sitting around the table, we have Superintendent Romines, Dean of Academics, Shannon Thompson, and Director of Ed Tech, and our producer, Brandon Wilmarth. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about distance learning. Last week was our first week, and we have different plans in place for elementary and for secondary. So, uh, Shannon, do you want to start us off with a little bit of um, summary and explanation of what those look like? Sure. Um, Our elementary plan primarily consists on tangible paper packets that were delivered to the students or picked up at the schools um, either the beginning of last week or the week before last. Those um, were created by individual teachers and customized to try to the best we could pick up where the curriculum left off before spring break. Good. Um, We tried to utilize a lot of resources we already had such as um, content specific workbooks and other things that we could deliver back to those students. Um, In addition, on the elementary plan, we also have a lot of enrichment activities going on um, via internet. We have a lot of teachers who are Zooming and offering a lot of enrichment to those original packets. And I think one of the best things we have going on in our elementary are the specials, counseling, and media center, or media specialist, excuse me, videos that are being uploaded to the individual school websites every Wednesday. So if parents have not gone to their own specific school's website and pulled up those videos, there are great messages there from the counselor, from the media specialist, the principals, the STEM teachers, the art teachers, the music teachers, the PE teachers with great activities. And we think it's really important that the kiddos watch those because we want them to stay connected to the school. We still want them to feel like they are part of a school. We feel like that's very important to their um, emotional well-being right now with all the stress and the challenges that are happening in the homes. So we really encourage parents. Those will be changed out every Wednesday. So revisit. So every week there's something new. Yes, every week there's something new. They're going to see familiar faces. They're going to um, hopefully be able to interact, and they're also going to get some great activities that they can do at home to help pass the days. Uh, have Have any of you all taken a minute to to go on and, yes. and see oh, some yeah. of the videos that yeah. they're doing? Yeah. Uh, very impressed with all of them. Uh, I I live with a counselor, and she has posted her videos, and as a result, there's been a, a few parents that have reached out to her to say. Hey, do you have some time to meet with with my my child one on one? We're we're experiencing some difficulties, so that's that's been huge, and it's been really fun to watch some of the PE teachers. And I actually watched uh, Tracy's video oh, yeah? regarding yeah for the sixth grade. Um, I like going through and and seeing what all the counselors are offering to the mm-hmm. sixth grade students. Being a parent of a sixth grade student, and just great information from uh, who who's going to be on her uh, video coming up and and. Just good stuff. How to how to work the locks in junior high? Well, it's not, and it's not just about the counseling piece. I mean, the the uh, PE teachers, the music teachers, the STEM oh, STEM yeah. teachers, the art teachers, seeing them in their own environment, mm-hmm. in their homes, and, yep. and the things that they're bringing uh, to the students. That's been huge. So kudos to your department, and 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 great job to yeah, elementary our, and uh, dean of academics. One of our music teachers did a scavenger hunt of instruments mm-hmm. around, around his house. home. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're getting so creative, and and even the principals, uh, the principals' corner, love that. We initially we didn't have that. 
That and was a we, last minute add-on. Yeah, well, some of the principals were already starting to do some things mm -hmm. like that, and we're like, oh, that'd be great. So um, we added that. We have media specialists. Uh, I know that there's going to be some author visits, some authors reading their books, some uh, capturing mm -hmm. of Zoom meetings between media specialists and the authors, and uh, some really cool stuff's going on there in the distance learning pages. My, my hope is is that the parents and the students take advantage of that uh, because they are a lot of work's gone into in that. In addition and to their work packets, absolutely. So you're provided your academic work packets, Both. but go ahead and if you can go onto your school's website, go to the distance their distance learning area, absolutely. and check out all of the so so great proud of all the teachers and their videos. They're, they've just done a remarkable job. So They're kudos fun. to them. They yeah, remarkable job. Okay, so. Uh, that's all good information about elementary. So let's talk a little bit about secondary and, and what they're doing. Our secondary platform is mainly being hosted by Canvas, which is, um, Brandon can speak a lot better to this than I can, but it is a um, learning management system that some of our students had already been exposed to. And the original plan was to kick off Canvas for all students in August. So this has given us a wonderful opportunity to fast track that plan a bit and um, get our kiddos and our teachers started on Canvas a little sooner. Yeah, the silver lining there is that we had some strategic plans to be in the rooms, in the buildings every single day next year. And my team would be putting in months and months of continued training. And we really did uh, a solid few months of work in the span of two weeks, getting all of the teachers that hadn't really bitten off that canvas yet and hadn't really gone into the training. Uh, they had a, a full week with us to work and then another full week to prepare their content this last week. And so today, uh, is the first day where all students across 7th through 12th will log into their Canvas account and see all of their courses. Uh, last week, my team actually had the pleasure to work with all the students 7th through 12th in a student tech academy and help them understand all of the tools that more public schools, not just Canvas, but Office 365, how do you get to email, how do you produce documents, how do you create documents that aren't just essays, how do you create a video, uh, all sorts of really cool online digital resources that maybe they hadn't been exposed to yet. So there was a course that led them through everything that they have access to, um, and it was, a, it was a great time, really good discussions, and gave the teachers 7th through 12th, an extra week to get all of that content ready to publish today. So to recap, the students should have spent last week going through the Tech Academy, going through the different classes set up in Correct. Canvas under Tech Academy, but this week they should start actually working on more of their content specific areas through math, science, social sciences, Absolutely. those type of classes. Yeah, and just like every day in the high schools and junior highs, these classes are going to be a little different. Uh, remember, we're not doing any new content. Uh, so everything that they're going through right now is going to be review, remediation, an opportunity for our students to raise their grade. So essentially adding any makeup homework or assignments that maybe they didn't get. But every teacher is going to kind of set up their course a little bit different. But all of their courses should have their very first assignment as the student tech uh, a day in the life project for the students where they were actually tasked over all of last week to kind of com combine all of the tools that they had to create a video or some type of multimedia project that demonstrated what a day in their life is like right now in the midst of what we're going through. And then they also had a, a couple quizzes uh, across the modules that they would just uh, submit those and they could retake those quizzes to make sure that they under understood everything. And then those teachers are giving various amounts of extra credit for their classes for those uh, two assignments. So this past week, week one of distance learning for our secondary education, junior high and high school, was all about technology and getting set up. 
So let's back it up just even a little bit more into uh, what if I don't have a device? What if my what if we do not have a device in the home or we do not have internet access? How did we address that? Yeah, so we did a needs analysis. Uh, when did we put that together? Was it over spring break or maybe the, the week after spring break where uh, all of the secondary teachers, in fact, all of the teachers across the district contacted either in elementary, their homeroom, or in secondary, their fourth hour. Uh, they contacted every student, uh, made an attempt to contact, and determined do they have a device that they could use? Uh, do they have access to uh, Wi-Fi, to a network? And then we took those numbers and um, started formulating a plan. And at secondary, we uh, looked at the need and we could take our devices from the current high school and junior highs and give those to not only students, we had some teachers as well that needed access right. and, and devices. And so a ton of hard work to those teachers and the principals and Mr. Peak and uh, June Kim over in technology. And so I think as of this morning, they just did one of their last pickups. Yeah, he mentioned it. 10 o'clock this morning. Yeah. So our focus was making sure that as far as our junior high and high school students, that there was uh, or there is a device in the home um, and and Internet access so that they can access, uh, go online to Canvas and and finish up the year strong. Right, we, we provided some hotspots, uh, right. some T-Mobile hotspots for those that didn't have uh, connection. We also helped a lot of families get hooked up with uh, Cox and AT&T. And great job to our technology department for taking care of that. And if any of our junior high or high school students um, are, you know, run into an issue uh, with their device or access, we just need them to get with their principal uh, ASAP. Correct. And yeah. then that principal is going to get with our technology. Yeah, I department. just got an email this morning from a teacher that was working with a student and uh, determined that there are actually like three or four uh, kiddos in that in that household, and they're all sharing the same iPad. Yeah. And, uh, mm -hmm. and and the the junior was basically saying, "Is there any way to still get on that list?" And I said, "You know, uh, I'm not sure how many devices we have left, yeah. but the best way you can do this is to make sure that you contact the principal of that that school, and then Perfect. that principal will work with uh, Mr. Kim and, and it's the really technology fast. department. Like it, they address yeah. so much, like knocked it out of the park." It was a very fast turnaround. In, in fact, we shared some pictures on our social media, mm -hmm. and someone referred to the process that they had just experienced uh, similar to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's always that's a, a great that's thing. A good, that's a compliment. Yeah, great customer service, <laughs> that it was fast, easy. <laughs> My pleasure. We'll take My it. My pleasure. So uh, let's talk a little bit more. So we have we went through week one. I would say really successful. Uh, again, parent of a sixth grader, um, I got my call. Uh, I she was already able to, uh, what I think is so important is uh, had those Zoom meetings with the, the classroom and the teacher. Can we talk a little bit about that and, and what our teachers are doing with that weekly contact with our students and parents? Each teacher is required to make a weekly contact. That might look like a Zoom meeting. It might be a telephone call. Um, we're asking them to speak directly to the student at least once a week and then also make a contact with the parent. Just in case that parent has some needs that we're not aware of, we want to make sure we're addressing those as well. So one thing I do want to warn parents, if you have multiple students, you're going to receive multiple calls each week. And um, we think that's a great problem to right. have, though, because as I said earlier, we're really trying to make sure that these kiddos stay connected and feel like they're still part of a school. Absolutely. This is a scary, challenging time for a lot of families, and we really are taking the mental health component of this seriously. And so um, on those um, counseling videos and on the website, there's also some resources for some mental health um, outreaches if the parents are in need of those. Right. 
great resources, yeah. The Zoom meetings that you mentioned at the elementary level, they're taking place at the secondary level too. And uh, and uh, you, you've, if you monitor Facebook and watch Facebook and, and look at the teachers' responses, and uh, that has probably been more um, be better for them than it was oh, yeah, the students. Because yeah. the, the teachers are really, really struggling yeah. uh, with not seeing their, their kids on a daily basis. So the relationship piece, and as Shannon mentioned earlier, the mental health piece, all of that stuff is very, very important. Uh, obviously, the academic piece is, is important, but as Shannon mentioned too, uh, this is a scary time. And so it's, it's, it's a really good feeling to know that we have supports uh, and people there to, to deal with our students and our parents as they walk through all of this. Well, and we had a student that shared the message that um, she never got to say goodbye to third hour. And it's that kind of stuff, it's that lack of, you know, they want that closure, closure mm -hmm. that, that they haven't received. Well, we're still finishing the school year, so right. it's great to keep them connected, keep them involved, um, and then we'll close this year out strong together uh, in the safest way possible. Absolutely. Yeah, we're definitely in a, a new normal, you know. I, I was talking with somebody that uh, had never thought about using Canvas, you know, and Shannon, you mentioned they've had Canvas available to them at the junior highs since uh, about a year ago, actually 18 months ago is whenever we rolled it out and started doing the slow roll of trainings and and junior high was going to be, I guess, forced to mm -hmm. start posting their due dates and their assignments and instructional materials come August. And she was just saying, I was just going to wait until you made me to go through the training. <laughs> but I am so glad that I did it now. And again, silver lining is that mm -hmm. everything that teachers are doing right now for their spring semester, uh, finishing out strong, this can be transferred to their teaching next year. So if they're actually putting in their real assignments, they can copy those over, modify the dates, the instructions, and they've got so much less work to do this time next year. So. Right, and when we roll out our one-to-one -one initiative mm -hmm. next year, I think um, the students are gonna feel so much more comfortable using Canvas because yeah. they've had a really risk-free trial period yeah. um, between now and the end of school. And so when we're handing them those devices and we're informing them that all their classes will be on Canvas, they're going to feel more comfortable with it. And I think we're going to save some time in the long run. Yeah, absolutely. I, I never thought about risk-free piece. That's huge. Yeah, and they're still seeing their, their peers in the discussions and the post yeah. and, and then those teachers that are Zooming. And uh, it, it, it's definitely a new normal. We just have a lot of great things going on. Our coaches, I know many of them are doing voluntary workouts. So mm -hmm. um, they're sending those and they're doing Zoom uh, workouts with their athletes and and all of that stuff that's going on. And again, that's all voluntary, uh, but it's good. That, that man, that's great stuff to, to keep those kids active and, and they're looking for something to do. Hey, and I, I would, uh, I wanna great? talk to the parents out there too. Don't forget parents, seventh uh, through 12th grade, there's a Canvas parent app. If you haven't mm -hmm. gone to our More Public Schools website and clicked on the little Canvas icon, that will take you to a page that describes all things Canvas, and there's a login for students and teachers, and then there's a login for you. So if you haven't done this, just click on that login for you and, and create an account. It will walk you through the steps to pair with your uh, child that is a student, seventh through 12th grade in more public schools, and you'll see everything oh, you on do, there. You yeah. do see everything. I have a junior, hmm. and I was shocked because I actually, she was um, completing her video assignments, mm -hmm. and when they sent me the update via email that the assignment had been turned in, I could click on the link on the email and actually watch her video. It's pretty cool stuff. So as parents, you have full access to everything. Well, actually not full because in the discussions, that's the only thing. So 
because of FERPA, we don't oh, right. want you as a parent to be able to see what the whole my class son discussion. is. Right. right. So but I had every access to things she had turned everything, in. Everything. Yes. yes, absolutely. And, and that's so Parent nice. Canvas. Is yeah, that what can, you're saying? Canvas Parent. And that, nice. that information is on our website. Well, and having a freshman uh, and, and getting logged into all of that, I get, I get uh, nightly updates mm -hmm. on what she's done and what she's turned in. And so... Uh, Infinite Campus uh, it is great, yeah, it's great, but it does not have the capability to, to notify me uh, of, of updates and, and those types of things. So right. it's it's been very interesting uh, in a good way. Well, and I'm glad you brought up Infinite Campus. Uh, we've talked about this in the past because there's some <laughs> confusion sometimes between Campus and Canvas and, and right. then Clever and, and why all these companies <laughs> start with a C, but it is what it is. And, and remember that Infinite Campus is still going to be where students see their final grade. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you do see grades in Canvas, uh, that is uh, reflective of what they've done in Canvas. And this year's rollout is going to be a little bit different. different. We may actually see the same grade in Canvas as we do Infinite Campus next year, but right now you're likely not going to see the mm -hmm. same grade. Good so point. be sure to always check Infinite Campus if you still do have grade concerns. For right. the final grade. Yeah. Right. And that's through the parent portal that through, they've had yeah. for years. Yeah, through Campus. Right. Yeah, through Well, campus and, and let me, uh, you know, we've received quite a few emails in our COVID uh, 19concerns.moreschools.com account, and some of those uh, emails are connectivity. I can't log into Parent Portal or Infinite Campus. And parents, you guys just please contact your school, uh, your principal. Uh, they can help you, or you can contact our technology department. Yeah, well, in fact, I would say contact the EdTech, contact my department. So they can always email edtech at moreschools.com. Okay, well, all of this is very helpful. So it's been, I would say, a successful week one. And now we have, we're on Monday of week two. So uh, good luck to, hey, all of our students uh, with your work packets, get those assignments finished up. And then our secondary students, uh, you know, on Canvas and, and doing uh, those, uh, that coursework there. So we also want to include that we have our grab and go meals every day from 11 to 1. 11 to 1 at uh, 16 different sites, and those are all listed on the website. So right. Uh, if there's a need for food, uh, lunches or breakfasts, please please see our website. That that program has also been uh, very successful. I'm wanting to say over the three weeks that we've done this, we're over 100,000 meals served. And so uh, very proud of our child nutrition department and the administrators uh, and our support staff that have been uh, making that happen for us. So, And I know the community uh, is very appreciative. Yeah, uh, Pam Hart and her team in child nutrition, uh, Jimmy, Mr. Jimmy Martin, uh, they have just done amazing things Absolutely. to ensure that our students are fed. And I think that, um, if I remember correctly, the statistic was that the first week of our grab-and-go meals, we had served more than we did in June and July this past summer. That is correct. Wow. So that's how, mm -hmm. uh, how great the participation and the need is. So many thanks to our child nutrition team for uh, answering that call and for our administrators they're out there serving the meals with a smile and dancing and having uh, stacking carton challenges and dressed up in um, you know different mascots it's 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 been a good time appreciate everyone for doing that is there anything else we need to include that we may have forgot like y'all hit it all okay well thank you all for listening and if you could share this podcast with others so that they would receive some of this great information in case it's needed for them and their family. Again, hang in there. We're going to get through this together. And we have only the brightest and best in MPS.